podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Well, it's another week and we're back on the uh, Round the Boards of Speedway podcast. Uh, back on BHP Radio again in our now regular slot and I'm joined by Rob Ludlow and Kane Watt. How are we doing, guys? Apart from hey, being yeah. swelteringly hot. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm uh, about three stone lighter than I was last week because of the sweat. But other than that, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, dressed, I'm dressed for radio today because I'm, I'm pretty much naked because it's that hot. There's no fans in here, and I haven't even got the window open. So, please, please don't turn your camera on later when we do the no, I'm, I'm just, I'm that. just going to sweat all the way through it. But for an hour and a half, I might lose a bit of weight, so it might do me some good. Um, anyway, back to the show. Um, this week, discussing a few things that have been going on in the sport, um, not only in this country but overseas as well. Uh, delighted to say, a bit later in the show, we're going to be joined by Adam Roynan. Um, obviously, we're going to talk through some injuries as well. Unfortunately, um, our predictions That's and the we've got Adam Morning on and the, <laughs> and the Watt versus Ludlow challenge. I can't believe you said that, Kay. <laughs> anyway, straight into the news, and the news itself does actually involve Adam Roynan. Um Unfortunately, this week or, or over the course of the last week, he was replaced at Redcar uh, by Kyle Bickley. Um, since then, Adam has found himself a new club, but I'm going to keep that quiet for a minute because um, it sort of coincides with uh, the quiz that's going to happen this week. Not giving any hints away. But um, the the signing of Bickley itself to Redcar, is, is, it's been a sign in the decade in the waiting as he returns to the track he spent most of his youth at. Um, so I'll come to you first, Kane. Um, how do you see this signing as, uh, as a big Adam Royden fan yourself? Um, it's sad to see him get dropped by a red car, but also I think Bickley was a bit hard done by with both of his clubs at uh, Berwick and Newcastle. So it's good to see Carl get another team spot. Obviously, he has run for Redcar for a few years in the junior leagues. So, like I said, it's sort of been a, a signing in the making, so to speak. And um, I actually don't think it changes the team that much because... I think Adam and Kyle are on very similar averages this year, so yeah. Um but yeah, you know, sometimes you just need to make the change and the change can change the team completely, so hopefully it swings in Redkiss' favour. I know he didn't have a great debut, but you know, he season isn't lost in one match. So just gotta keep going. Yeah, this uh, Kyle himself has been riding um quite well for the Berwick Bullets in the National Development League, so it's um it's not like he's not deserving of a place. It's just unfortunate for Adam that it's come to, yeah. to losing his place there. But as I mentioned, Adam has signed up elsewhere, but I'm going to just keep that one to myself for a little while. But I'm sure you two, well, actually it's written in front of us, so you know exactly where he's gone. <laughs> yeah, I definitely haven't seen that on the schedule that's in front of my, on my screen. <laughs> uh, okay, boys, I can't read. <laughs> Good. Good, so you won't know the answer, but you're that far behind in the quiz anyway. It's probably not going to help you. But... um. I'll come on to that one now, actually, seeing as it's written in front of me. But uh, obviously it was announced over the weekend on the British Speedway Network that Adam Roynan has signed for Scunthorpe. Uh, he's come in to replace Connor Coles, um, who uh, had started brightly at Scunthorpe in a in a 
guest appearance for them, but has found points hard to come by over the last few weeks. But it, it just happened to coincide with him scoring 16 plus one for Leicester Cubs on Saturday evening. So he can find himself unfortunate to lose his place, but um, Scunthorpe themselves delighted to get hold of Adam Roynan. He'll fit in nicely into their to their reserve berth. Um, and in, for you, Rob, does that make them a stronger unit? Uh, I think it's a pretty, um, I think it's a pretty sort of like for like change. Um, I'm not sure if, it, I'm not sure. Obviously, Adam's going to come in on a on a three point average at the bottom of um, Scunthorpe's team. Um, and as you say, it's, uh, I think Connor, I think, um, oh, mind blank there. Sorry, um, Connor Coles has come in. Uh, obviously, it's started the season at, at Scunthorpe, and I, I think he he can be a little bit unlucky. I think he's been on the pace. Um, or reasonably on the pace for Scunthorpe this season. It just it's found points hard to come by. So I think it's uh, I mean, Scunthorpe have sort of have, have gone for a couple of changes. Obviously, they made a change um, the other week as well with, with Terro Arnio leaving. So um, they're rolling the dice as such to try and make those playoffs. Um, I think they're in with a shout. Um, so they're making a change is, is sort of uh, a bit of a gamble. But um, I think with the team they have, they probably weren't going to quite do it so it's definitely worth a try and, and, and we'll see what happens really yeah um, and then just another one in the news uh, quite recently this was announced uh, Kent's uh, National Development League fixture against um, who are they riding I was keeping tabs on this meeting yesterday um, Kane who are they riding Berwick yeah sorry yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, and Connor King, who's been released by Plymouth um, has come in to replace Joe Alcock at Kent so Kane, you're the resident National Development League expert. Um, how do you see that side? Um, it, it's sort of a tricky one, I think, because I don't think Connors deserve to be dropped by Plymouth to begin with. But then it was always going to be hard to replace Joe Alcock. I think he's still like a four-point average or something. And I, I just found out, I think yesterday, that he was one match away from getting it up to an eight. So... It's probably the worst time he could have got injured the match before, but you know, you sometimes that speedway and it's just one of them things. So, a bit unlucky for Kent there. Obviously, they, they couldn't get a, a proper replacement on the same form as Joe, but again, it's better than nothing. And I think Connor's a decent rider. If you give him time, then he could easily progress into something bigger than what he is now. So, yeah, hopefully, it works out for both parties. Um, glad to see Connor back in and racing as well because like I said I don't think he really deserved to get dropped by Plymouth unless it was a mutual agreement then so be it but yeah it's I, I don't know if you've it seen it is what it is what, I think that's a good way to explain it what, while you just mentioned Plymouth there I don't know if you've seen so today but I believe Ben Phillips has picked up an injury somewhere as well I don't know I stumbled across it on Twitter earlier I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's the same Ben Phillips at Plymouth but I'm not aware that they've had a meeting unless he's been practising and broken a collarbone I believe Oh, um, I haven't seen anything. No, I haven't been on social media this much today. So, if true, um, he's just added to the, the long list of problems that Plymouth have had this year. But yeah. Hopefully, it's it's not. But we'll have to wait and see. But just It'll probably come out tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm fairly certain that's right. But I'll um I'll bang that on the social media pages if uh, if I find that over the coming uh, coming days. But um. Just back to that Kent meeting yesterday, um, obviously a great performance by uh, Ben Morley and Alfie Botel to go through the meeting unbeaten, um, but again a particularly inspired guest performance from Jody Scott, 
uh, for Berwick, who's who's been making a lot of guest appearances in the National Development League. And I know he made he came in for Luke Colleen while he had his passport issues earlier in the season, but I sense he may well be back at Oxford um, based on an injury that Luke has sustained uh, over the course of the week. Um, I'll just talk about that briefly. So Luke um, had been riding for the Oxford Chargers and Cheaters as well in some guest appearances, but he... It was a it was a national, it was a Northern Junior League fixture between uh, with Redcar or it was at Redcar where he had an accident with Kyron Lydon um, and he suffered a dislocated ankle. Um, so he's going to be out of action for a while now, which is is very unfortunate considering the delay that he had with his passport. Um, so not good news, Rob, for for Luke again. No, um, I was going to say from the uh, I managed to get get to the Oxford. Uh, cheaters meeting last last Wednesday against Plymouth, um, and he took a, a cut. Well, he he fell off. He took three. He took a tumble in all three of his uh, all three of his rides. He had a, a a bit of a nasty one on the back straight where he uh, come off the back of the bike, um, picked up a bit of grip on the on Ben too, and, and sort of uh, the front end just decided it wanted to go into orbit. So um, yeah, he's had a few uh, a few a few crashes, and it's yeah, I can imagine it's quite frustrating to end up being a. Uh, Injured so soon after uh, sort of getting a couple of team places, getting some meetings in, um, especially after the delay, after the delay with his passport. So, yeah, I can imagine he's sort of uh, he's a bit battered and bruised at the moment. But hopefully, um, when he comes back from um, injury, uh, he'll he'll show some of the form like he did. At, um, I think in the uh, at Bellevue in a in a national league meeting, I think he he scored very very well down there. So, yeah, hopefully, um, when he comes back from injury, he'll be back in form again. Yeah, hopefully so. And and just to Cast our eye over some more uh, injuries that we've had uh, this week. Um, ben Trigger uh, had an accident on the Isle of Wight. Quite a serious looking incident um, where he had a very swollen knee um, over the course of the week. I believe he's been to hospital now. And I th- um, If I'm right in thinking, Kane, there was a, a, a small... I do have it right in front of me. It's, uh, uh, they think it's a fracture in his tibia behind his kneecap, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a nasty one. I, I know the ride had a long list of injuries for Plymouth this year, but yeah, it's not good. Obviously, no injuries are good, but um, yeah, it's sort of one, one of Plymouth's few rising shining stars in the National League, and he could be out for a while now, possibly the season, so hopefully we'll see him back soon. Yeah. It was a very nasty crash. Yeah, hopefully see him soon, and we've seen some um, images of his just, bike just as well. Just while I'm speaking now, uh, Ben Phillips did break his collarbone on Sunday. Um, I'm trying to figure out where it was on Sunday, but it was on Sunday, I think, possibly. Yeah, I mean, I saw it yesterday, so that that would make sense. So, obviously, best wishes to these guys. And um, before we move on much further, um, I believe... Adam Roynan is now waiting in the lobby. So, Adam, if you can hear us, you're, you're on mute at the moment, Adam. Am I on mute? Hello, Adam. Do you have to have the camera on? No, no need for the camera on. We're just on audio. How are we doing this evening, Adam? Um, how are you guys? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Cheers, Adam, and thanks for joining us on the show this evening. No problem, not a problem. But uh, before we before we have an initial conversation, Adam, um, I just want to jump into a um, 
a regular feature that we do on the show, which is the Watt versus Ludlow Challenge, which coincides with you joining us on the show. Um, okay. These two guys don't know what the question is, and I'm now going to embarrass them on the radio because they're going to hate me for this. But uh, cameras on, boys. Quizzes in action. Great. <laughs> and I'm, I'm afraid, Adam, you're not allowed to help with this one. No problem. But I might, I might not know it. Um, I, I think you might know a few of the answers here. But I've got a gut feeling, I've got a gut feeling most of the, I think the question is about you, Adam. So, yeah. uh, so you might have a funny idea of a few of them. With, with Adam joining us on the show this evening, I've decided to base the quiz on him. Um, I, don't know wow. if this is, I don't know if this is fortunately or unfortunately, but um, I've got Adam now down as joining his 21st club of his career. You two that's, go. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> It's a long list and it's absolutely perfect for this quiz, Adam. Hey, so well, on the other side, you might not have got signed for anyone and still hoping for that. So yeah, always always look on the bright side. Yeah. So what I want you two guys to do then is name every club that Adam has, I'm going to say, ridden and signed for based on the past week or the past couple of days. So there's 21 in total, um, I believe... It must be Kane first this week, is it? Yeah. Yeah, go on. I bet he's three points down, so I'll let him go first, I suppose. I'll start strong. I'll say Workington. Well, it's a good it's a, it's a good start. Bit first if I didn't get that one. I'd, I'd, yeah. You're off the board. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I'll just, I'll go. Stanley, I'll go red card. Yep. Plymouth. Yep. Uh, all right, we'll stuff and stick another easy one in there. I would say Scunthorpe. Yep. Peterborough. Well, I haven't roared for him yet, though. Uh, yeah, 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 see, so uh-huh. no, he said written or signed for. Yeah, you see. Uh, okay, no, 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 not having that. <laughs> <laughs> did you say Peterborough? I did. So yeah, we'll go Peterborough. Uh, Coventry. Yep. My house. Oh, you, you get good at this, you two. It's taken you about four months, but you're getting good at it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Big sort of, now you say that, <laughs> um, I've quickly jotted down the ones I knew, and we've gone through them all. So, um, oh, dear. Uh, I got, uh, for some reason, I got a, I got a gut feeling of Buxton. Buxton's on the list. I didn't think he did, but... 2006, yeah. Converse League, Riders Champion. Ah, well, see, I, I was in, in the spirit of 2006, so... <laughs> 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 um, I could be in for another loss here, because I, I don't think I know anymore. Oh, come on. I know. Um, just say tracks. <laughs> I could think of the ones I haven't watched for. Say if there's 23 of them, if there's 23, like you could, yeah, I would just say tracks at this point. I would say, but Birmingham. Well done. Oh, I was going to leave a little pause there, keep him guessing. <laughs> that's, that's harsh. <laughs> exactly. To be fair, normally when you go for a big pause, it's normally wrong. Although, at this point, I'm just stalling for time because I'm out of ideas here. So, um, uh, 
Somerset. Is a wrong answer. There we go. Oh, wrong answer. I was going to say, we've had our draw screen of the quiz. We didn't say Newcastle. Yeah, Newcastle. You could have had both Newcastles. Pretty recently. You could have had both Newcastles as well. Both Newcastles? Yeah. Gems and Diamonds. I didn't even know the Gems were in like an actual league. Yeah, Development League, yeah. Conference League, as it was back then. You could have had you could have had Kings Lynn as well. Dudley. Dudley's on there. See, I'm good. At, I'm good at this now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. Well, went with the idea of I just say a track. Didn't work. It's back fired. <laughs> you got? So, so who's won? So Kane's won. Kane's won now. Have you got any more Adam that you want to add to the list? Oh yeah, everything go on. <laughs> go on then. Speeding uh, get all twenty-one. Stoke, Swindon. Yep. Uh, Swindon. Leicester, <laughs> Swindon, <laughs> Rob. Yeah. Oh, that was the Sprockets, though, not the... Oh, OK. It was okay, It okay. was still Swindon, though. OK. I'm not yeah, buying it. Yeah, OK. Yeah, okay. Uh, the, the, the National League team, when I was, well, I was very... Uh, yeah, I was a little kid. Little kid. Excuses. You were about eight. Glasgow? Yep. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying Glasgow. yes. Glasgow. Uh, I'm just doing the alphabet. Uh, I've I've now ran out. Who else have I got here? I've got Uh, Nilden Hall. Oh yeah, yeah. Sheffield. These are all correct, by the way. You're not you're not telling me anything I don't know. I just can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) I had Boston on here as well. Yeah. Blast from the past. That just about covers it, I think. Armadale? Yeah. Dale Devils. Yeah. And then I had I had an Austro one as a did you ever ride it for Austro? Yeah, yeah. Two thousand and two thousand and eight in Austro. So and that... then I was due to go to Zhezhov the year after. Zhezhov. Um that's when I broke my neck in the uh the practice for, for Great Britain at Kingsland. That's uh, Nathan in your language. That's Rezo, mate. Rezo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Rezo. I can't pronounce yeah. Polish tracks very well. You can't pronounce English ones. Well, no, I struggle. With, <laughs> I struggle with all of them, to be fair. But uh, anyway, well done to Kane. You're back in it again, mate. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And just a quick score update to make Nathan a bit happier. It's Belle US is twenty, Kingsland Stars four. Oh, brilliant. What? <laughs> we're we're, we're going to lose 75-50. Anyway, why didn't I predict that last I week? Don't, I don't know why you didn't. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm not even going to look at you. Just like it. Anyway, um, back to Adam. He's the reason why we're here. So uh, welcome to the show again, Adam, and thanks for joining us. Um, just wanted to bring you in on that quiz. I, it was an idea that came to me, and there was, there was a few answers to select, so quite <laughs> happy with that one. But... Um, Obviously, we've got you well, on the boys sh- did well. Boys did well on that. Yeah, they, that's better than they have done on the last few weeks, so I was quite happy with that. So, um, brought you on the show mainly, um, obviously, the, unfortunately, you losing your place at Redcar um, last week, but um, it didn't take long for you to be back in the league again, and um, as everyone is now aware, you've signed for Scunthorpe. I don't know how, uh, like for me, it happened an hour, hour after I was um, kind of released. And then 
yeah, within the hour, I was already with Scunthorpe, so it was only a, a sad time for, for a very, very short period. But um, so, so yeah, with the Scunthorpe thing, it's just another another door that's um, is closed, but then another one opens, and I have to go back to Red Car and race. They have to come to Scunthorpe, um, and like no, no harsh feelings or anything. I just, I just give it a hundred. Hundred percent there, and it just didn't happen for me. It was, it was tough, just wrong, right place at the wrong time, um, in many, many races. But um, I'll go to Scunthorpe, and a change um, of track could be a good thing. Um, so, because everyone, everyone likes red car to to, to ride it. It's just such a an awesome race track that. Sometimes when, like when you went to Newcastle, for example, no one likes going there. No, not even the home riders like riding there. But where Red Car, the, the it's a, a track that's liked by everyone. It's a proper racer's track. So even though you could be really fast, you just might not be able to get past someone in front of you because they just might be riding right lines or something. Um, so it, it, for a home track, it's really good because you know what you're going to get every week. But it's also hard because it's hard to be really consistently fast around there and that's what I've just found this year after making like missing the start or something I've not been able to chase them down as quick as I wanted to or um, I've made starts and beat some good people so it's, it's falling against for it but then like Scunthorpe now is a, a different place somewhere that I've never been before but I've done a lot of laps around there and winter practices so um, yeah I'm ready for that new challenge so, yeah, so obviously it's, it's a chance for you to kick on again uh, this season. Um, did, was was the red card decision something that that shocked you? Was it? Did you not know anything about it at the time? I suppose I didn't know nothing. It was a it was a massive shock. Yeah, because it, it was the week before they were on about buying the whole contract from BSPL. So when when they rang up on the Monday, and I was like, "All right, how's it going?" And they were like, "Let's say what they say," and I was like. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, "That's that that has hit me quite hard. That's quite a shock." No, it's not a shock as much as I didn't see it coming because I did. But they put in the speed of the star that week that with a move to reserve because um, like Jason's going really well. Um, he's gone up into the team. I was sort of struggling for points, but still being there or thereabouts. Um, and then so they said, "Oh." Uh, a spell at reserve will do him good, but then I didn't even get that chance. I got one at um, one chance at, at Glasgow, and the Glasgow riders were practicing there until four o'clock on the day of the meeting. So they were already settled for the slick track that we encountered. So it was almost impossible to get us to set up there to to match them guys who have been practicing on it all day. And I had not rode it myself for six years. I'd been there many times with, with different people watching and, and stuff but um, it's hard to get a set up when everyone else already has the set Um so yeah that it was it was a shock to me but um, everything happens for a reason so um, on to on to new things yeah it, it, it's uh, as you say it's a, it's, a, it's a club you've never ridden for in the past so a chance at Scunthorpe um, what 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 are you hoping to get out for the remainder of this season? Obviously, you'd like to elevate yourself into the team, but is there any other personal ambitions or team ambitions that you'd like to achieve? Winning races, I, just, I love winning races. It's it's a it's that feel good factor. It's that um, just 
just that winning feeling. Um, and that's that's what I'll just... I, like, every time that you go to a meeting, you don't go there, well, I personally don't, and go, oh, I'll score five tonight, or oh, try and get six, or I'll, I'll get seven or whatever. I go there to get 12 points every time. I don't want to get beaten in any races. That's, like... The, the in my fantasy world, that's like I, I want to win every race, but in reality, it doesn't happen like that. Maybe you get like pushed wide in the first turn or something, and then you might finish third or something. So, um, yeah, like I, I want to win every every race and still do. I have done for a long time, but the reality of that means that I'm it, it's not going to always happen. It happens for, for the top riders because they've just got on that level. On that form, and it's easy to to keep replicating that meeting after meeting. But for myself, it's it's been harder because I've just, I haven't been riding enough, uh, like a week between meetings, um, not being able to get practices uh, has been has been difficult. Like your parade um, at the start of the meeting is your practice really, and sometimes that's not enough. Um, and then you might miss a start in heat one, and then it takes you to your third ride to kind of feel back normal again um, and then it's like your meeting's over, done, but if you've had a, a meeting earlier on in the week it's a lot easier to, to hit the ground running straight away, like a lot of these these boys are all riding like three, four times a week and it makes so much difference I remember ten years ago um, I was with Workington Coventry and, and Dudley and I was like just racing like twenty six days in a month, twenty five the next month, and um, twenty seven like the month after. And it was just all in this country. I was just so busy, and it was it was so so easy just to rock up the start line, know what you're doing, and off you go. Where now you haven't quite found the setup for for myself for this year, for the every different ever changing environment. So it's a, it is tough to to get back going again, but. I'm I'm still confident. I believe it'll happen. And I also, I've uh, signed with with National League side uh, Plymouth as well. So well, after, that's some breaking news, isn't it? Yeah. So our first um, ever exclusive. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's actually so, just. Yeah, it's... I spoke to, to Mark Phillips the other day, and he said, "Yeah, yeah, you just carry on." So I don't know. I don't know if it upsets people or not. You've had a breaking thing, and I've maybe broke some arts as well, or made some. I don't know whichever one. It's all fun, isn't it? The only good thing though is we got our exclusive. We are top tier. Yeah, but that just that, that has it's just stolen my next question. Which was? It was going to be any thoughts about dropping into the development league, but you've answered that one now. So. Yeah, yeah, it's not ideal for me, but. More rides. I'm, I just I, I want the rides now. It's um, it's it's also a, a chance for me to help other riders as well. Um, like they can come to me for advice or experience or something. So yeah, it's always nice to to give back. After um, he won for Redcar, I'd always come straight back in the pits and talk to Jason Edwards and Jordan Jenkins. I'd always say to them, "This is how the track is, and ride it like this." and when when they could do it and um, and take on board what I said, they'd get five ones or one of them and win the heat. And yeah, it's it's nice to to give back um, to the sport. I know I know like I'm not the oldest person, but I am compared to them guys. So uh, 
yeah, I just I just love the sport and want to want to help out with that if I can. Yeah, and I mean, um, at, at thirty three, you you you're not exactly old, so you've still got time in the sport. What? How how long do you think you can carry on? I, I suppose any further injuries I'll, might determine that. But... I won't be doing the Greg Hancock, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting uh, to see you in a GP in seven years or something. Well, like a Zeta Strong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, hey, when he's done it, it's possible, isn't it? Yeah. So, uh, I, I honestly, when when the fun stops, stop, or when the body can't take any more, um, I'm very, very fortunate for all the injuries I've had that I'm still able to walk, talk. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've managed to keep myself in, in relatively good health. So I imagine that there will come a time when that comes to an end or like the way it's wake up every morning and it starts to hurt or ache a little bit more and more. And then, but well, that's, that's a long way away. I'm just wanting to, to ride at the minute and... Um, yeah, keep doing, keep doing what I love. Brilliant, and I suppose what I wanted to do is just touch on um, some of the, the the past and what we've often decided, thought that we want to talk about is the mental aspect of of being a speedway rider. And obviously, yourself, you've you've sustained some really nasty injuries over the year, and some really, I mean, some career threatening, some life threatening as well. So, in terms of the, how do you, how do you keep yourself going through the tough times when when you've sustained a, a long-standing injury? That's, that's a, a hard question because it just happens. Like you just go through, take each day as it comes, and eventually you're back on the bike and you're back doing it again. But I've always believed for a long time now that it always could have been worse. Although it is really bad, it could have been more like worse for an English word worse than that um, so yeah it's just it's, it's pure for the, the love of the sport I've been involved in it all my life um, through my dad um, being a part of it so it's just the, it's, it's a life like no other um, you get to meet some great people do various things like this um, get to talk about like I've commentated for um, BSN on Saturday up at Berwick you get paid to do that like you get paid to talk about something you love and it's easy to talk about you know it's just a great sport and the will to win as well um, I've done various other sports growing up but Speedway is just the one for me that I love love to do um, the injuries are hard to, to sort of like come back from but you make sure that you're 100% strong and as good as you can be for the time you get on the bike and go again um, like I, when I, I my throttle jammed open at the Isle of Wight um, and I had to avoid Alfie Bortel from going in the first turn because he was a teammate of mine at um, Dudley or Cradley and as a, like I could have just T-boned him and wiped him out, but I sacrificed myself and put myself in the fence rather than taking him out as well, and I ended up breaking my um, my humerus in like twenty six places. God, and like I just just shattered it. Like it was a I think a seven and a half hour operation just to put it back together, and the, the surgeon was like, "Oh, this is like putting eggshells back together." Um, 
and I had to go through four different hospitals to find someone that would do the operation because no one would no one would do it for me. Um, so I was I was very fortunate to the people that who I knew in like the the, the, the medical world that could guide me in the right place if someone could do it. So, but like now I can only I can lift my my left arm up at like twelve o'clock, but my right arm only goes up to three o'clock. So that's like an injury I'm not going to have for the rest of my life, but it doesn't stop me from riding speedway. But trying to get over that and three operations later to be able to get to three o'clock instead of five o'clock, it's like all these little things. It just thinks, is it worth it? Is it worth it? But my answer every time is, yeah, because it always could have been worse. I might have ended up with no arm. Yeah. So, or like, like um, good friends with Gary Havelock, and he struggles every day with his arm. The a crash that wasn't his fault. Um, but it's left him sort of like maimed for, for the rest of his life so I'm still very fortunate and I look at people like that and think it always could have been worse so um, always think positive that's what I try and do and so far it's keeping me on the straight and narrow I, th- I think it's, it's a really refreshing attitude to be honest and to, to be able to to take the positives in in what is only can only be described as a dire situation, I think a lot of a lot of people could probably take a leaf out of your book and um, um, in how they view life and the sport in general. And just yeah, I'm not I'm not saying like um, God, I'm not scared or, or worried or like these things happen and it's just being blase about it. Like there is positives to take from from everything. Um, and if you believe something, then and, and you work hard for it, it will happen. So that's why I've managed to get myself fit every time and come back racing. Where a lot of people have had one injury and just go, ah, you know what, I'm done. Yeah. And and off they go. But is, um, is I, it? I kept coming back. Sorry, go on. No, I've just kept coming back because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I was I was going to say, is there is there any anywhere or anything that holds a fear to you, or is it just now a case of? You, you can't have a fear. I have, a, I have, I have two fears in life: um, death and heartbreak. And every time that you, I, I don't want to obviously die like nobody wants to. Um, and then the heartbreak is when you end up in the bottom of a fence somewhere and your legs facing the opposite way, and you just think, ah, and that gets you a little bit. Um, but it's just been. Sadly, it's been such a, a common occurrence in my career that it's hard to keep taking. But like, I, I, I had a good year last year. I know I broke my shoulder blade last year, but that was only because I couldn't see for the sun at Scunthorpe. And then the rider that was out in heat 14 didn't come in and tell me, you need to put your sun, like your, your tints in now because so that you can't see. So I just went out there with clear goggles straight into the sun and I couldn't see. And I was following his back wheel into turn three to so I use it as a guide and then on the last turn on the last lap he went in really wide and and I went in wider than him and I just couldn't see couldn't turn and I just ended up in the bottom of the fence but if, if like people teammates work together that's the whole reason Newcastle's broke down because it just wasn't a team unit everyone was just individual there and it was it was no good um, but that, that was last year and an injury this year has been really good because it's I've not obviously had one. I've made it to this part part of the year and and not be injured, which is is a relief. I'm not like um, trying to tempt fate or anything because I believe you make your own luck in life. And if you do 
silly things like chase back wheels or or whatever, then you will run run the risk of getting hurt more like quicker. So um, yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to be still doing what I'm doing and um, enjoying it. Yeah, that's it's really good to hear. Um, I always thought um, there always seems to be a point, and there was always a in a season where you think. Adam Ryden could be something special here, and then and then something would would get in the way, and it always seems to have been that something has got in the way, whether it be a crash, or an accident, an injury. Um, but moving away from the injuries and the and the dire parts to the sport, what what's your what are your fondest memories of, of Speedway? Where's where's been what, what's been the best time for you? You know, like there's no like real bits that, like so, like in my speedway. So I was stood um, in the pits at Cardiff in 2007, and my favourite all-time rider is is Yari Campbell, and his mechanic had to do something, and um, whilst he was warming up his spare bike, but called me over to hold like stab the bike over on the footrest and be warming it up while he ran away and did something. And for me, that uh, that's what goes in my mind all the time, that I just helped run Yarrick's spare bike while Yarrick was out on the track and stuff. Like, that'll live with me forever. And I went to Rye House the next day for a double header, and I think I got, like, 14 and 12 points or something like that in the double header from reserve. And I was like, just because I was so elated that that had happened like, the day before. And that's not even anything to do with, like, my speedway. That's, like, something else that happened within speedway, like, it's such a beautiful sport that um, the, the, the greatness can come from from anywhere within. Really, I've met some brilliant people. Um, I've, sadly, I've not had all the success that maybe could have happened, but I've had a hell of a, a hell of a run so far, and um, yeah, Sonia's gonna gonna continue. Well, I, we we all hope it continues. Obviously, us three on the show here, we're. We 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 share this passion for speedway that you obviously have, and um, us three only came together because of a pandemic in this country, and we decided yeah. we decided that we wanted to do a podcast about a sport that we all love, um, speedway. We we moan like hell about it, um, probably me more than anybody, but I think that prob- <laughs> it probably comes from uh, a love for something that we don't want to fail. So. Guys like you coming on the show and all the guys that we've had on the show, um, we, we always follow really closely now. And I'm sure, not that we weren't following you before, Kane's obviously coming from Cumbria, has always has been a favourite of yours. I think he's probably starstruck this evening as well. <laughs> but, um, <Not> comment. <laughs> but in terms of, like, in, you've not had a lot of international uh, races over the time, but... What what sort of experience did you have riding overseas as well compared to that of the UK? So back in like what year was it? I've rode in indoor meetings um, in Vienna Neustadt. If you remember that place yeah. from uh, GPs of old, um, there was an indoor meeting on in, like in a, a big uh, what was like a, a warehouse, and it was on it was on concrete and. For the first two laps, it was like riding on ice, but then your tyre warmed up, and the next two laps were like, you couldn't turn because it was that grippy. So, um, but I ended up winning that meeting uh, over there, but I was back in 2008, I think. So, that was then. I've done 
lots of means like in Germany um, I've like signed in Denmark and stuff sadly I, I didn't get to get out there because obviously injured before you get out there um, the Polish league uh, I can't really think anything else but mainly just in, in this country but I have been um, overseas for, for lots of things to do with Speedway not necessarily riding myself but out helping other people um, and things it's just yeah I've, I would like to have done more foreign stuff but I've kind of um, used my home country as so like the stepping stone sadly the stones haven't stepped up any further but that's only because of what's happened in, in my career but yeah. I'm not sad because I've still I still go like I went to Zhezhov with uh, Nick Morris to watch him around there uh, back in 2018 or 19 I think it was yeah 2019 I still got like a massive welcome even though I never rode for the club I got a massive welcome from all the fans and stuff because they just appreciate all the what must have happened like serious injury and things so that means more to me than almost riding there because they still I'm so thought of or they knew who I was um, so yeah things like things like that are nice but um, as the riding goes, not not done too much other than the odd individual everywhere, which have been successful. Um, but yeah, the injuries just keep popping up <laughs> and hampering me and holding me back. But I think it is refreshing that you don't let it get to you, um, and I think it's important that you keep positive and. I suppose one final thing from me is when the time does arrive that you have to hang your levers up. And what what are your th- uh, thoughts for the future? Is there a future in Speedway for you, or is it away from the sport? Honestly, I've not not thought that far ahead. But um, my parents always uh, drummed into me that to have a, an education and stuff. So I've got the GCSEs, I've got my A levels and things. So I made sure I didn't. I hated school. Didn't want to be there. Hated college. Didn't want to be there either. But I made sure that I passed the things that I needed to pass for with like later life um, and then with all the injuries and stuff that I've had um, I see a chiropractor um, a, a lot of the time and I think I'm just fascinated by by the body um, and how it how it operates and how it works so um, I started night schools and things back before um, the pandemic of to become a chiropractor so that's that's the avenue I'd like to go down after Speedway, and then it could also help me in Speedway, um, for for certain people. So uh, there's there's been a few riders that I've had on the um, on like the bench in changing rooms. I had them over on the side, and it's all like crack the back and stuff. Like this year, years gone by, like it's just something that interests me that can also help like people that I know as well. So. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go into into all like the health industry when Speedway Speedway said and done. Perfect, and um, that just about covers it for me. I don't. Uh, have the other boys, have you got any questions for Adam? Um, I have. It's not really much of a question, but just to bring something up. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a good thing. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I wasn't worried. <laughs> Nothing bad yeah. ever been said. So going back just over ten years, funnily enough, um, yeah. it's one of the best matches at Workington. Heat four, Adam Morning makes a new track record. 
Yeah, in a match that we were four, four thirteen down after three races. I know, mad one it. Yeah. <laughs> then you come out and do that, and then later on, heat thirteen beats still none other than Jason Doyle to put us yeah, ahead. Still shoe falls off of the start line. <laughs> yeah, and then heat fifteen passes Sam Masters on the final corner for a forty-five forty-four mm. win. Yeah, mad one it. More meeting. Excellent meeting. It's class. I, I, like. I, I do tell people about that meeting. Um, like, yeah, just it was so grippy. The track was, was really, not that it was bad. It was just we just didn't expect it. Um, yeah. And then as soon as I seen it was grippy, I said to my dad, um, and then Jeff Powell, who was also a mechanic with me there, I said, I don't think this bike's going to be any good tonight. I said, I'm going to go back on my Coventry bike that I used like the night before. Um, and, you know, because it's a bit stronger and, and things. So... The, the first the thing was the crash in the first three races. Then I went out in E4. knew that Klaus Fissin was in the same race, and he's, he's a very good rider. And I knew that if I made the start, he would be chasing me. So I just knew to ride the track as hard as I could. It just been graded, so it was very smooth and even just very deep. Um, and I had no idea that I'd go to track record. I just wanted to win a race and so I like, get the team back going again. Um yeah, so did that, got to a record. No, no idea that I was, I was that fast because I was like, oh, by the fence, like in some corners. It's before air fences. Um, I remember. So I was just like, just railing around the outside, but I was going so quick. And then heat 13, we had to get so I back into the match. And um, the track the track curators kind of doctored the, the gate three that I was coming off. He ripped gate three only and left one, two, and four. So when I rolled into it, I was like, oh, this is perfect. And then he still shoe came off of the star line. So I, like, I asked the referee for a little bit more time. Um, and then the, whoever the star marshal was, he couldn't, he couldn't put it back on. So I was like, you know what? This, or this starting position is too good to just get done for two minutes for. So I thought, I'm going without it. And uh, yeah, made the start. And then try my best not to put my foot down, like going into the corner, which is really hard because it's like a third wheel for you, mm. um, using your, your steel shoe. And then, yeah, won that one. And then he, I was on a maximum until that point. Yeah, like Donnie yeah. was in the, in the, in the, the meeting. And, um, yeah, then heat 15, I think I had gate three again or gate two or something yeah, like gate that. gate three. Gate three. And then missed the start. And uh, just... Yeah, hunted Sam down, and I managed to pass him. I think then he passed me back, so I went wide or something. Um, and then on the final corner, I'd never used this line before, but I went in on the grass going into turn three. People did it on turn one, like going on the grass, but I did it on on turn three, and then just went up and then just kind of shut him off. Not dirty move, but it was a hard move, and then it got us it got us the win. And uh, yeah, he came in, and he was playing up at me he was going off saying it all and I just I was just laughing because <laughs> we'd won and they hadn't so I was I was yeah that's all the that matters yeah it was good meeting that I have that one on DVD somewhere it was a uh, yeah good match just wanted to bring that up it's thanks for that one yeah, of my favourite matches that was yeah it was one of mine as well yeah that was uh, that this was is good. your this is your life innit 
This is your life, yeah, yeah. Both of ours. Anything from you to add then, Rob, before we move over to you? Uh, well, no, no, I'm just I'm sat here ready with my with my quick fire 10, mate, if you want to so, move into that one. Yeah, Adam, quick before, fire 10. Adam, before you quick go, fire 10, mate. we uh, we fire, um, well, our quick fire 10 at all the guests that come on the show, so if you don't mind answering some of these questions, also, they're a speedway related, nothing too difficult, so just the first thing that do, comes Do, do I head. get assistance from out anyone? No assistance Can from I, anyone. Well, who gets ten out of ten? Anyone? No. It's... Oh no, it's not a, it's not a, it's not necessarily a quiz. It's just, it's, it's questions about you, but it's, it's like it, everybody, all the, all the guests that come on, all ask, get asked the same questions, almost anyway. Oh, oh right, okay. So it's just my answer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, right. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, don't worry, don't. You won't be getting. You, if you get, if you get nine out of ten on this, then there's something badly wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I need put down. <laughs> So, um, yeah, uh, right, we're ready to crack on. I've had to change one of the questions at short notice because Nathan's already gobbled one of them up earlier okay. um, when he asked, asked you one of the questions. So um, I've had to think on my feet a little bit with one of them. But um, if you're ready to go, um, we'll, uh, we'll crack on. Um, so is question it? number one is uh, your favourite track. Do I have one? I like them all. Okay. <laughs> uh, number two, your least favourite thing about Speedway. Oh, least favourite thing about Speedway. I don't have one of them either, because that's why I'm still doing it. No? Okay, fair enough. That's, yeah. Uh, number three, your favourite uh, favorite rider you've been in a team with? Favourite rider I've been in a team with? God. I've, I've had a lot of teams. <laughs> so that's a lot of riders. You've only, you've only got about 150. A lot of people along the way. Uh, favorite person in a team with? Crikey. Um, I'm going to say, because we were on about the 2012 thing, I'm going to say um, Rennie Bath, just because he was hilarious. And we won the pairs together, so he was always a good rider to, to have in the team. Perfect, perfect. Um, number four, uh, a, the foreign club you would most like to sign for? So not a team, uh, any team outside of Britain. Because cause our little Mara friend of mine and, and Kane's friend is there. Um, Wrocław, so Wrocław or whatever you want to call it. Wrocław. Um, I think that's just an awesome stadium track. I think the fans, when they get chanting on five ones and stuff in Poland, yeah. I think that would uh, be a hell of a place. Even just to go and watch, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. Uh, number five, your pick for the three league winners this season. So top flight, I will say Ipswich because I feel that they deserve it after being close for so many years. Um, I'm going to say Scunthorpe for the, for the championship. <laughs> I think, yeah, I had a feeling the uh, the championship obvious, the national league might be uh... yeah obvious reasons, and I'm going to say. Uh, I haven't even looked at the table. That's embarrassing in in the national league. So I don't know who's where or what can still happen as regards to is the playoffs in in. It is the playoffs. League? Yeah, Berwick are top um, at the moment. And then I have to say Plymouth, don't I? Yes. Yeah. I was. I would probably say you probably do have to say Plymouth in that one. Yeah. If it wasn't saying Plymouth, I was thinking who are the teams 
would I, and I thought Mills and all, but then I thought, no, I'd want to beat Mills and all, so that's what I'll say for him. Perfect. Um, number six, um, if you can remember, you, do you remember your, what was the, or where did you come in your first professional race? Um, and where was it? First, Buxton, yes. day after my birthday. Um, I think I scored eight plus two um, from four rides. That's a good, um, yeah, that's a sound start. To be fair, most of, most of the time when I ask that question, most of them say I fell off. <laughs> no, yeah, I won the first ride, heat two, Buxton. I don't remember the lineup. Um, I remember the suit I had on. It was my first ever Kevlar suit. And then, uh, yeah, that, that was me. They asked me 15th birthday. So that was a bit nerve wracking. Yeah, I can imagine now. Yeah, I don't think I was doing that just after my 15th birthday. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so, number seven, your uh, favourite rider ever, past or present? I've got so many. So many, because I, I studied the sport so much that I take little bits from everyone. I, I can't do it myself. Well, I, I can in practice. Bloody hell, I look good in practice, but it's <laughs> a different thing. Uh, so, I've gone from, like, uh, Bruce Pennell to, yep. to Tommy Knudsen. Yeah. To then Gary Havelock, um, to then Tony Ricardson, to uh, like Jason Crump for his like aggression, to then Yari Campbell, to then uh, Danny King, and then like this year watching Eric Riss. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's just so many different talents in in the sport that you take little bits from, and um, not necessarily favourite, but you just ones you like to watch most or. Or sort of like check up on the scores, or, or watch YouTube videos, and or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's a lot. There's not pinpoint one, but if I if I did have to say one, it would be Bruce Pennell. Okay, nice one. Um, number eight, your three favourite things about Speedway. Hmm. Three favourite things. It's hard to narrow it down to three. Getting a new suit at the start of every year. That's great. <laughs> that's that's cool. I'm just making. I am the most random person. I'll just think of anything. Do you design? You, do you design them all yourself, or? Yeah, yeah. But then, like this year, I just had the same design as last year, and um, just with the red car bib on. Now I've gone to Scunthorpe. I've just rang him up, and, he, and I was like, "Right, I said new suit. Just change the bib from red car to Scunthorpe, <laughs> <laughs> and I get another new suit again." So, uh, winning, winning races, yeah, and traveling. Because you get to see some good sights on the way. Perfect. Um, and number nine, your pick for the 2022 world champion. Uh, my pick for 2022. <sighs> because he's going to do all the ramp, I feel. He's just going to start consolidating his points. So, so Barty, yeah. um, he's just, he doesn't have to win everything anymore. Um because like there's been a new winner in every GP, like but he's been there or thereabouts. I know, I yeah. Think, what did he finish fifth or something? Is his worst? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, uh, he's made the semis in every round, and I think yeah, I think fifth or sixth is as yeah, bad as, so as, as, bad as it's got. So it's going to be pretty unlikely for anyone to unless anything happens to him or like mechanical players or anything. But you, you can't see that not not from them the best in the world. So and he's and he's so fast. Like, yeah, he's, he's he's crazy fast and he just rides the bike so well. Um, no one's like on his on his level the way just he 
conducts himself around Speedway. I think he's yeah, he's brilliant. He sounds hilarious <laughs> in interviews. So that yeah, he's a bit squeaky, isn't he? Yeah, he's a little bit squeaky. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'll, I'll, I'll say him. Perfect. And then um, the all important tenth question. Or I have a feeling I think I know which which what what were you gonna say here? Um, so for any reason. Um, you'll need to pick one: uh, Swindon Robins, Kings in Stars, or Worthington Comets. For what? For any reason, you just just pick one. For for it could be any reason. You like the track? You had a burger there, and it was quite nice once. Um, <laughs> literally anything, mate. Not not possible. All three, all three, I've got like brilliant memories of. So there's not one I could just favourite. Uh, all gone, which is sad. Um, but. Oh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an answer. Uh, Coventry, because they signed me when I was 16, um, and I ended up moving to Coventry. I used to live like 200 yards from the stadium. I think he's misheard, so Rob. There, like, yeah, so um, like, yeah. It, it's only the yeah, Coventry. Hang on, I'll pop I'll pop that in as like a 9.5. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, number ten. Yeah, it's just the the, the number. The, the last question. One of the one of the three clubs. So either Workington, Swindon, or Kingsley. If you had to pick one for any reason, which one? Oh, was it not? Was Coventry in there? No, no, no. Coventry wasn't oh, in there. Right. No. Sorry, I must. Have, I miss it. Workington, Swindon, or Kingsley. Workington matter all day, every day. Love it. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I thought. It was, I think Kane was banking on that for this one. To be fair. Yeah. When he said Coventry, I was like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, thought, I thought I heard Coventry. It's been twenty-one clubs for Christ's sake. It's <laughs> <a good book. laughs> when he said fond memories of Kings Lynn, I was getting worried. Yeah, well, to be fair, I was slightly worried. Yeah, because it, it said, um, "Well, they're all gone." I was like, "Well, I mean, Kings oh, no, are, yeah, are I, bad, I, but I, they're I, still in." Yeah, yeah. We ain't, <laughs> we ain't <laughs> gone yet. I'm getting old. <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 perfect, yeah no. I've had I've had fond, fond memories of Kings Lynn, like. Uh, I think I scored an 18-point max round there for, for Boston, mm, I yeah. think. And I, uh, I'd i hurt me hip. And by the time it got to me, like, fourth ride, I couldn't get myself on and off the bike. So as I'm people lift me on and off to, like, go and race, and I was just, like, passing people from the back. And, yeah, 18-point max, or paid 18, wherever it was. So, yeah, that was that was a good little memory. And then with, with Comchie at Kingsland, I think I got 14. Um, one time, and then in Heat 15 with Bomber. Like, yeah, good, good memories. Um, I've got them from every every track. So, like, that's when you say which is your favourite, which is your least favourite. There's highs and lows for from all. So, yeah, amazing sport. That it is. That yeah. it is. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's tied that one up and um, I think that ties up our conversation but um, I just want to say a big thank you to you Adam for joining us on the show this evening um, it's been great to talk to you um, first and foremost you're really funny you're positive about the sport <laughs> funny what looking <laughs> you're, po- <laughs> you're positive about the sport and you're positive about everything that's happened to you in the sport so it's it's really refreshing to hear we, we want to keep Speedway positive, um, so and as long as you're riding, it'll be as positive as it can. So thank you again, Adam, for joining us. No, I appreciate appreciate you guys having me on. Um, yeah, the world's not in a great place, so then if you can have some sort of happiness from from a sport, 
it only happens like once, twice a week or whatever. But like times like this, um, speaking to you guys, hopefully entertaining other people, other listeners and things, just, yeah, just it's happiness that can spread. So, um, yeah, anyone that's ever at Speedway, just come and say hi to me. I always first in the stadium, last out, chat to everyone, make myself late. It's all for a good cause, you know. Yeah, absolutely brilliant, Adam. Well, thanks again for joining us, and and hopefully we'll all see you around the track uh, soon. Um, And hopefully you have a successful end to the season. Thank you, guys. Lovely. Enjoy talking to you. Thanks Thanks very much. Cheers, Adam. See you, guys. Bye. Well, that was... I've got a frog in my phone. Brilliant to have have Adam on the show there with us. Obviously, Kane will be chuffed because that's pushed him into a lead in the um, in the quickfire ten questions. But uh, I'm winning something. Yeah, it was, yeah. We need we need to stop having working to relate riders and people on. I think that's, yeah, we there's need plenty to, more to come. We I'm need sure to, we need to move away. I'm not having Simon, Simon Stead's not coming on. So, <laughs> so um, but yeah, it was for me. It was quite refreshing his attitude in general to Speedway when you consider how many serious injuries the guy has had. To have such an outlook on the sport, it's, it amazes me, really. Yeah, he's just a really, really positive rider. Like, as, you know, uh, as he said, as he said in the in the interview, like there are there are a few riders where they've had a couple of bad knocks and and that's it, um, and they, they sort of don't fancy anymore. But the number of injuries that, that Adam has had, and to just to just keep going and, and just keep doing what he loves, is yeah, it's just exactly it's everything everything you love about Speedway, really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly that, and. Um... Moving on from that, then, and uh, back to the back to the schedule that we've got. Uh, just before Adam joined us, we had just one more injury to catch up on, um, which happened over the weekend. Uh, Dan Thompson had a had an accident for Leicester. He was in a <clears throat> I can't even remember who he was in a crash with. Eh? Kane, help me out again. Was it Jordan Jenkins? It was. It was Aaron Butcher and That's Nicky right. Simpson. Yeah. Yes, and uh, he, he sustained a head injury. Um, it was a concussion injury. Um, he did he did come out for the rerun of Heat 1 um, to finish second, but reported dizziness afterwards, so he was pulled out of the meeting with concussions, and he has to <clears throat> carry out a 12-day ban, effectively, now, uh, while the concussion takes place. And this is something we touched on before with concussion injuries, and it's a little bit strange that he was allowed to ride in the rerun. Um, maybe he wasn't feeling the effects of it just before that race, but um, it was strange to see him in the rerun. But Leicester did incredibly well to to get a victory out of that in the end and to win so comfortably in the end um, in what was a tight meeting against Oxford. Um, just some other bits and pieces then. Um, Klaus Vissin, uh, someone we were going to talk about um, he's had an indifferent season for Birmingham this year, Rob. Um, he was—I know—he's someone that you know from Swindon. He, ma- he made himself unavailable at very short notice for Birmingham, and has now managed to get himself a 28-day ban from the country. So, um, not ideal for Birmingham at all. No, it's a—it's a bit of a strange one. Um, you know, it's not really. Uh, yeah, you're not playing six as I with your mates down the park um, and, and sort of pulling out in the morning. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a professional sport so it's a bit of a strange one to make yourself unavailable at such short notice uh, I think there's um, I think we were saying just before we come on air that there was uh, there's there's a few clubs that have uh, that, uh, that this has happened this has happened with I mean at Swindon I can't can't really speak highly enough of Klaus from, from, from watching him at Swindon he was 
he's always there and he was he was very very reliable at the bottom end of the team in 2019 but yeah it's just a bit of a, a bit of a strange one um yeah I, I don't know maybe he's going on holiday for a, for a month <laughs> decided it, this was the best way of getting the time off I don't know um <laughs> but yeah it's not um it's not ideal for Birmingham really uh obviously with Ellis with Adam Ellis uh only starting the season with them um yeah obviously they, they're able to use a guest and run a replacement so it's, it's plausible depending on what his average is that they could do a bit of a Plymouth and, and possibly maybe strengthen themselves with a guest um as you said that Klaus has had a quite indifferent start to the season but yeah it's, it's yeah it's just a strange way to get a ban isn't it yeah, I know the. I've seen some. They've got some guests coming in, three or four guests for the double header against Plymouth coming up this week. Um, I know Paco Castagna's coming back. Uh, Costa guards make an appearance. Um, James Shane's is away at the World Long Track Championships. But I don't know if you two guys have seen it as well. They've the for some reason they've renamed the Summer Trophy. I don't know if you've seen I that. I've seen that. Uh, today. What, what um, the Championship Jubilee. Is it not? Yeah. It's, it just seems a bit strange to rename it halfway through the season. I don't think I caught that. What, what have they renamed it to? Sorry, I, I didn't notice that. The Championship Jubilee. I've, I've only seen it today, to be fair. Alright. I mean, if you're going to call it the Jubilee, I mean, fair enough after we've had the Queen's Jubilee, but why, I don't understand why change it just before it starts. Yeah. Pretty speedway, isn't it? Perhaps it's, yeah. it's, not, perhaps it's not summer enough for them. Obviously, I can't believe it's not hot enough. No, uh, I think actually I saw something on our, our good friends at Speedway Friends. Um, someone saying um, about um, they'll wait till summer begins while we're basking in thirty-two degrees. I'm like, when are they expecting summer to start? No, it's meant to be like I've seen somewhere it's meant to be nearly forty next week, isn't it? Or yeah, I think um, on Sunday. So, I think Sunday, Kane. There's a there's a three o'clock meeting at Mildon Hall in like thirty five degree heat. I mean, I was asked if I was going. I ain't going. Yeah, I have a feeling that the track might there may not be some acceptable racing. Down yeah, there, I was going to say. You, I think the track might be a bit dusty for that one. Yeah, they, they might have to bang I do a like bit some of water. Dust paper for us. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> dust makes them look quite good, but that's all dust is good for. But let's go over some meetings that have happened this week. Um, unfortunately, I don't really want to go over it, but uh, the third round of the um, Premiership pairs at Kings Lynn last week was won by our loving and dearest friends over at Ipswich. Jason Doyle, Danny King and uh, Daniel Hume come out on a, again in a final up against Sheffield. And I, I don't know how many times Sheffield are going to miss out on a final now. Um, Kings Lynn, uh, they finished um, level uh, at the top of the scorecard with Leicester, uh, Ipswich, but lost out on countback, and they went out in the semi-finals to Ipswich to no, it was to Sheffield. Kings sorry, Lynn. yeah, Kings Lynn went out to Sheffield in the semis, and then and that's then, what I was meant to say. And then Ipswich got the better of Sheffield. So at the moment, um, Ipswich find themselves clear at the top now with Sheffield second and Kings Lynn third. Um, I can't see much change in that, to be honest, from now on in. Nah. <laughs> oh, that's that's one. in-depth analysis. That Absolutely one. incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, I'm, I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> Rob, have you got anything else to add on that one? Nah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think um, I would imagine that those that switch in Sheffield are going to be sort of... T- Fighting it out near the top, um, Bellevue could come could come good. Obviously, Bellevue are, are, are currently coming good in the in the in 
in their Premiership meeting this evening. But um, yeah, I, the Bellevue have got some decent riders to choose from. So you'd imagine on more on a slightly more favourable. I mean, there's only three left now, but um, on more favourable tracks, they might be they might do some damage. But I would I would hazard a guess that um, Sheffield and, and Ipswich will be the ones near the top as long as they keep picking the sort of their, their top end riders. Um, you know, Doyle is Jason Doyle. Isn't he? You know, he's going to score plenty of points over here in, in whatever um, competition that he's he's riding in. So, yeah, I think um, this. Uh, hopefully, I mean, if Kings Inn can can sort of win one or two, this is probably their best bet for any silverware. I would I would I would hazard a guess, mate. Unfortunately, I don't want to say that. We're, in, we're in a cup it's final. A great pleasure. To say. Well, yeah, but I don't think you're not going to win that one. So. I think the pairs is, is more is more is more likely to come. Uh, I think you're more likely to get some silverware in the pairs than you are in that cup final somehow. But I could be proven wrong. I, I don't think you will, to be honest. But <laughs> I'm now in despair. I can't keep having these podcasts on the same night as a Kings Limby, to be honest, because it's depressing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can, I can give you a latest score update if you don't know what the score is. Do you have to? I mean, you. Can I will actually just can. for our listeners, not. I mean, just for our listeners and for a little bit of personal joy, uh, Bellevue are winning 42 points to 18. Uh, and Kingsland have not had a race winner yet. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not looking good, mate. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's not It's not good. I'm okay. just trying to find some positives to sort of give you there. but I'm, I'm, I'm sort of looking I'm looking at it, looking for a positive. Jason Edwards has got a second place. There's, there's a positive for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's probably about it. I think we might be clutching at straws at anything else. Yeah, well, we'll leave it at that. We'll move on to round four, which is at Wolverhampton, which will be next Monday when we're on the show. So, unfortunately, we're going in blind and, and having to name our, our winners without actually knowing who the pairings are. So, I think I'll come to you first, Kane. I was hoping you'd do that because I don't need to know the lineups. I know who's going to win. Go on, then. It's going to be Wolves. Wolves will win. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, it. A, that's that's the smart shout. In fact, no more analysis. I thought I was that's all say. I'm going to say. Wolves win. Wolves. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go. I, I keep picking Sheffield, and they keep not winning. So maybe if I don't pick them, they might win. So I'll go for Ipswich. He's got Ipswich. I'm level with Rob here, so I need to. I might go something bold. I'm not picking Peterborough Kings then, I'll be honest with you. So if it's bold if you were picking Kings then, that's uh, I could go it switch. Doyle goes pretty well round right there, doesn't he? Bellevue won't win there. Oh, do you know who I'm no, I, I can't do it, can I? I'm gonna go Sheffield. I say I can't believe you're gonna pick it switch. I picked Sheffield last time though. They can't keep coming second though. So I think, That's what I mean. I, I keep picking well, it. I think could. I keep picking Sheffield. Actually, they could come third or fourth. Well, they could do, it, I suppose, but possibly sixth. They were, yeah, they, if they come sixth, there's there's something desperately wrong. There's something wrong there. Pretty weak. Um, so, I mean, out of our predictions from the last round at Kingsland, none of us got a point from that. Uh, myself and Rob went for Sheffield. Kane went Kingsland. So nothing for us there. So me and Rob still equal on twelve. And Kane on nine, but that's mainly to do with the Edinburgh versus Paul meeting. Uh, which I just we... want to have a, a quick fun fact. Um, I've picked the hosts of the Premier League 
the Premiership pairs three times out of four. So I'm not very interesting. That's like you picking. So you probably already knew that. That's like you pricking his Marslick every week as well. He is quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Edinburgh meeting, we all predicted home wins, which happened. Not uh, Kane was pretty upset after Heat won when Edinburgh didn't get a five-one. <laughs> So his score was blown out of the water. Um, but uh, Edinburgh went on to win that meeting. Um, I've actually forgotten the score now. It was actually, it was quite a time, wasn't it? 49-41? Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to have a quick... Something like that. I'm going to have a quick... Yeah, that sounds right. Always well, professional on here, aren't we? Yeah, always, I, I genuinely yeah, can't always remember. always up to date the stats. <laughs> Edinburgh did a win. That's all that matters. Yeah, they did. It was 49-41. So... Myself and Rob were quite close, but I don't think we were ever going to get the score right. But uh, Pickering and Masters led them from the front again, as you would expect. Have you seen the Heat 15 from that meeting? Have you seen Josh Pickering crossing the line? I've seen a picture of Josh Pickering on one wheel. Yeah, I will send you a video to see how close... uh, I think he hurt his back, actually, when he went over the finish line with his wheel about 15 foot in the air. 12 (laughs) o'clock? It was pretty much like that, to be fair. So I'll send you a video mm-hmm. after the show, so you can you can all witness it. Uh, but uh, that concludes that, and then so what we'll do is we'll move on to our meeting of the week this week, which is the Premiership fixture between Ipswich and Bellevue. So I'll come to you first this time, Rob. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be a bit. I'm, I'm going to do a bit of a cane and go for the host here. I'm going to I'm going to go with an Ipswich win. Oh, I was going to do that. Yeah, I think we're all going to do that somehow, unless <laughs> unless Nathan's really pushing the boat out this week. But um, yeah, I, I think um, Ipswich is sort of hitting a bit of a groove at the moment, um, and I don't see many people winning uh, winning around Ipswich this season. Well, for the rest of the season anyway. So, although Bellevue's top four is very very good, um, they're going to need. Uh, I would, you know, even if, if one of them has an off night, um, they'll be in they'll be in a little bit of trouble. So uh, they're going to need more than just four riders to win at Whit. When it switch, I feel so. Um, I'm gonna say 50 40. Big one, okay. We'll come to you now, Kate. Um, I'm gonna go for a slightly closer victory for Ipswich. Um, it's gonna be actually, no, I've changed my mind. <laughs> um, no, I haven't. Oh, Have cool. I? I don't know. Hmm, interesting. Fifty-two thirty-eight. Well, you two have gone quite big. I'm just thinking Eric Rissett reserve again. So it's a, it's a good you top for, four for Bellevue. You went for I'm going to go for a slightly closer meeting and then put. Yeah, I, I was going to say forty-seven, forty-three, but then I started to think about um, Bellevue's bottom three and Eric Rissett reserve. So. But yeah, I think it comes down just to how well Bellevue's top four perform and if they can get either Blowdown or Etheridge fired in reserve to compete with Eric Risk because as proven at Wolves, he, he changes the team quite a lot, having a good reserve. So, And I'm, I'm just going to say, on what happened in the original meeting, in the air fixture, I don't think... I'm just going to pull it up quickly. It was 47-43, actually. Tom Brennan got eight, Blowdown didn't score, and Jay Etheridge got five. And now running up into number two makes it a little difficult. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with 52-38. Okay. Well, I mean, not being funny, but Bellevue's confidence is going to be sky high after tonight. So, yeah, 
I've got a switch not dog you. I've gone a little bit closer. Uh, I've gone for an Ipswich win as well, 49-41. I've not got much to say on that. I just think it'll be closer. We are really good at this. Well, I just well, it'd be it'd be closer than the um, the Bellevue's currently in. It's, it's, it's bad enough having to talk about Ipswich winners, so don't make me elaborate on it. <laughs> I, I could I could probably handle Eric Risk getting a hat full of points as long as Bachelor gets free blobs, but I can't see that happening. To be honest, <laughs> I hope it doesn't. No, I, I hope it doesn't. Just for the nature of meltdown next Monday, no. I just want points. Uh, where am I moving on to? I got sidetracked there. I was being spoken to. Uh, what else have we had? We've had a, a, a great Britain test match this week at Glasgow, and it was on Saturday, so I hope no one turned up on Sunday like I told you to, uh, looking for a, a test match, because you wouldn't have seen one. But the uh, rest of the world ended up coming out on top of that one. Unfortunately, um, Dan Bewley had to pull out due to the crash that he had at Roxlav last week, and Kyle Howarth had to pull out with COVID as well. So, uh, Connor Bailey came in, um, and Richie Worrell also came in, um, but it turned out to be, I wouldn't say, it was quite comfortable for the rest of the world in the end, I don't think uh, Great Britain had enough in the tank to cause them too many problems. No, it was, uh, yeah, I think with, with Beauty not racing and, and, and possibly, yeah, Carl Howarth is, is, is in a bit of form at the moment, so that, that was a bit of a... Um, a bit of a blow as well. Um, obviously, it was nice to see. Obviously, it was nice to see plenty of um, GB right, well, a rider that races GB that may not necessarily get get picked that often, especially in like a, a full four man or five man World Cup or the uh, Speedway Nation. So it is is obviously good to see other riders getting a chance. Um, but yeah, I think I think we all felt pretty pretty sure that once Beauty pulled out, I think we were. We were, we were pretty expecting that the rest of the world were going to take this one. I, I, I did feel that the rest of the world looked a slightly better side as it is. Um, but uh, probably the, the, the surprise one really is, is Craig Cook um, only scoring one, um, a track where you know, he's you know, um, in the championship. He's, 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 he's ridiculous on. So, um, yeah, it's, that was a bit that was a slight surprise one. Um, Conor Bailey coming in, obviously coming in as that late replacement, getting, getting a race win to his name as well. That was... Um, that was that was pretty. That's that's obviously going to be very good for him, um, especially that's beating Rasmus Jensen as well. Um, so that's that's a, a feather in his cap as such. But um, yeah, I think I think we were all pretty sure that the rest of the world were going to take this one once once Beaulieu pulled out. I just want to jump in really quickly because while we're on the topic of Dan Beaulieu, although not really, but sort of, um, Dan Beaulieu is risking the British final. I think is he? I've just I've just read it, but I'm not sure if it's. A fact, or someone's just said it. So, maybe. Where have you read possibly? it? Possibly. Where have you read it? Might give it away. In our group chat, not ours, the one that you're not in. Oh. That, <laughs> the VSC one. Shout out to Virtual Speedway Championship on Facebook. Um, yeah, James Jessup has said it. So I don't know if it was on Eurosport or because we're not watching. We're too big time. Um, Talk- yeah, we see what happens. Talking of Eurosport, Kings have won a race. Oh, so, uh, scenes. So, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm quite happy though. We've got over twenty. That was the aim this evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm such well a, done, guys. I'm such a terrible liar. 
<laughs> um, right, anyway, moving off. I, I just wanted to touch on Kane, just something else. <clears throat> um, yeah. the, the, the test match itself was obviously a challenge to see who might be a contender for joining the World Cup team next year. Anything stand out from you from that lineup, which might make you think one of those is going to be joining? Other than Lambert, um, obviously. Lambert was extraordinary, but I think two that were quite... They had a bit poor... Like, I think Rasmus had one bad race, Becker had another as well, but both of them did quite well, and obviously it's it's just practice for them at the end of the day for the, the main thing. But yeah, I think we already had an eye on Rasmus because he's a former Glasgow rider, so... Yeah, I, I just I'm still banking on Rasmus Jensen making it for the next season. So, yeah, Jensen and Lambert, Becker possibly. That's it. Thank you for your <laughs> insightful knowledge again. Um, and just some <laughs> just some other things to bring you. Uh, a couple of couple of meetings coming up over the coming. A uh, couple of months uh, later on this month, in fact, is the British Under-19 final, which will be taking place at Redcar. Um, and we can give you some of the riders that will be on show at Redcar. No, I can't, because my link's not working. Would you like me to do it? I thought my link was working. Bear with, caller. Yeah, you better do it, because my link's not working. My mind isn't either. It's come up with some pharmacy thing. It's a very professional podcast, please. Don't it's something, something you want to we got. Something you want to tell us, Nathan. Is it? <laughs> I'm hoping the British Under 19 final will be hosted at Redcar. Okay, the lineup will be Nathan Ablett, Leon Flint, Vinnie Ford, Archie Freeman, Sam Hagen, Freddie Hodder, Elliot Kelly, Luke Killeen, Harry McGurk, Sam McGurk, Jake Mulford, Max Perry, Ace Piper, Dan and Joe Thompson, and Ben Trigger. Perfect. Thank you very much, Cade, for bailing me out there. Although Ben Trigger might not be riding now because of the injury, and Dan Thompson is concussed. And Luke Galeen has just hit his ankle. Yep, so, so it'll be interesting to see which ones. I mean, it's only 10 days away, so you, you kind of worry that, uh, especially Luke Galeen and um, Ben Trigger won't be there. Um, well, Dan, Dan, Dan Thompson with that twelve days can cut. I don't know when that runs out. Yeah, that that would be that would be around that, be, that date. That to be honest, yeah, I think that'll be the twelfth day. Uh, yeah, it'll be something like that because it's been a couple of days now. It was Saturday when he crashed, wasn't it? So, oh, it should be the last day. Then, yeah, I think. And then anyway, and then finally in August, uh, Neil Middleditch, uh, third time lucky, will be uh, celebrating a, a testimonial at uh, Paul. Um, having lost the entire proceeds of his 1988-4 meeting uh, when the promotion went into administration and with the COVID lockdown uh, just a week before his restaging in, two tw- in 2020 um, he's finally got his meeting at Pool. so um, I believe that August the 31st is the same day as the British Under-21 final as well isn't it? Didn't that get moved to make way for the Championship it did. Riders Championship? It did that's very, very well remembered Nathan thank you I mean I there's a little bit of professionalism there, but um, <laughs> there's going to be there's going to yeah there's going to be some more details coming out for that meeting at Paul over the coming weeks. But uh, Midlow's been a terrific servant to British Speedway and particularly Paul Speedway as well. So um, great stuff for him. And 
just to give you an update on another track as well. So we, we've talked about uh, Northside um, over the past few weeks about a track coming back at Workington and obviously what's been going on at uh, Edinburgh as well. But uh, Eastbourne, there's been there's been an update. Um, a consortium met again to discuss the recent stadium visit and review the, the financial position. Um, and then they'll be attending a meeting at Oxford Speedway soon to meet the new owner and promoter to discuss running a speedway club at both Championship and National Development League. So, good news coming out of Eastbourne, Rob. Yeah, that's 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 very good news. Um, yeah, uh, obviously Eastbourne, you know, through the noughties was sort of a stalwart of the top division. Um, there are plenty of uh, derby matches with with Paul. Um, and it's it's yeah it's a club with a lot of history. That's 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 the the sort of clubs you you, you need to come back really for for British people. Um, yeah, it's just hopefully it's it's just more. Hopefully we can keep getting more good news in terms of tracks coming back. So um, yeah, hopefully it's not too long until we see the Eagles back racing at, at any level really. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to see. Might not. It'd be nice to see them come back and have more teams in the top division really. I just want to say, I'm just reading the comments on this post, it's Championship or National League. I do apologise. But still, it's, it's, it's good, good to news. see a new club. Well, a returning club. Yeah, exactly that. And uh, I think uh, this evening, uh, I'm just going to finish with, uh, we'll look at the league tables in a minute. Just to, In fact, I'll do the league tables now while I'm here, because I want to finish on a bright spot um, and give the, the 250cc guys a bit of... Uh, uh, a go on the show so uh, the National Development League Berwick sit at the table still just the three points clear of Leicester now though we've got two meetings in hand uh, they've built up quite a big gap between Oxford and Bellevue but then we come down to Kent uh, who have got meetings in hand as well and still only lost once at this season out of four and obviously as we've heard Adam Roy in this evening telling us that he was joining Plymouth so uh, they will be looking to build on their one victory so far um, then we move on to the championship and Leicester still lead the table six points clear of Glasgow though in second place uh, Paul are coming in third Plymouth are in fourth but they've got meetings in hand as well but uh, we're just coming to the I think we're coming to a little bit of a break in the championship uh, Kane while they do their the championship jubilee competition I think we are yeah but it keeps them for doing the toss when we come back because we have only one point the playoffs. And then Oxford aren't too far behind on 17. So, yeah, to review, go from 4th to 7th, there's only 3 points in it. And if you go to 8th, that makes it 8 points? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah 8 yeah. points. So, it's a nice tenth place to leave it. So, it'd be interesting if... Uh... Adam Royden and Scunthorpe in seventh overtake Red Car in sixth for that last playoff spot. Quite possibly. Cruel twist. Very, very ironic. A cruel twist of fate. Something Scunthorpe struggle with and pick up some away points, but anything's possible. Anything is possible. And we move on to the Premiership, and obviously Ipswich are sitting at the top at the moment. Bellevue are second, but uh, Bellevue will go above them this evening uh, with Ipswich not riding. Um, have we got any score updates from Wolverhampton Peterborough? I could get you one. Oh, Just on. give me and second. I'll, I'll give Buffalo. I'll give you a score update from Bellevue in case you want it. But uh, it's currently four, yeah. 49-23 after twelve heats. 
The score, Peterborough is Peterborough 36, Wolverhampton 42. Uh, uh, Chris Harris is once again in very good form with paid 16. So Wolverhampton picking up useful points, hopefully... For them, going to pick up the four as well, which would take them. Would it take them? That would take them above Ipswich as well. So, take them uh, into second place in the league with Bellevue going top. So, uh, all tightening up again in the in the Premiership, apart from well, Kings, Lead, and Peterborough at the bottom. Yeah, is a little thing. Harris for wild card, uh, Cardiff possibly. Is Harris to win form? British Championship. Yeah. Exclamation! Yeah. Harris to win the British Championship. Get himself a wild card pick. One last hurrah. It would be. On, I think it'd be. Real. I actually think I'd really like that. One last go. One last happy memory. I genuinely think he could. And we'll be I there. Think, yeah, I think we'll be there as well. I think he could. What could be more exciting? We will. We actually will be. Yeah. We could witness it. We could witness um, a great, think, uh, a Great Britain top Adam four. Ellis, Adam Ellis might feel a little bit uh, aggrieved having won the British British title last season and, and not being a. Uh, and not getting a pick, but obviously not being in the... Well, unless, of course, he then goes and wins another one this season, which is more than plausible as well. But, yeah, it's a, it's a bit unfortunate for him, but we could possibly see Chris Harris at Cardiff one more time. Yeah. Um, Please, God. And then just to, just to finish off then, and, and some good news, uh, the 250cc lads have been out in Poland uh, and the Czech Republic, I believe, uh, this week. Uh, I say this weekend, but they were riding in the pairs in midweek in Chestakova um, in Poland. And Luke Harrison, William Cairns and Ashton Vale scored 21 points to finish in third place, just a point behind runners-up Denmark with Poland taking victory on 28. Uh, do you guys remember Brian Anderson used to ride in the British League? Yeah, his son, was. Uh, he actually won the final of the individual, um, I think. Or was it the semi? I think it was the final he won. Um, but then Great Britain finished ahead of teams from the Czech Republic, Sweden, Germany and Latvia. And, and it's a series that moves on to Pardubis in Pardubis? In the Czech Republic on Tuesday. Um, and then just going on to the the, final, the individuals itself, uh, uh, Luke Harrison uh, managed to qualify from the semi-final on nine points. Um, and I believe Max James and which one was it? William Cairns tied for and had to have a runoff. Uh, but William unfortunately touched the tapes in the runoff, uh, which meant Max James went straight through to the final uh, to join Luke. Uh, Luke then went on to score seven points in the final in uh, Liberec, was it? In the Czech Republic? Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, Max James managed to get himself some rides as well, and that was the meeting that was won by Brian Anderson's son. So, a special mention to them guys, and well done to them, and uh, good luck again to them in the pairs on Tuesday. Um, and we'll bring you the results from that uh, next week. So that ties the show up for us this week. Um, lots to fit in th- this week, and as for next week, um, I'm delighted to say we've got another guest on the show. Um, none other than the Great Britain team manager, Ollie Allen, will be coming on to talk about the Speedway Nations, which, Kane, I think, I think you've brought me some more breaking news, although it's not breaking this time as such, but uh, the venue's changed, has it not? It has. It is now held in Voyens. Yeah. So, same country, different place. Different place, but uh, all the same. Um, 
that is the news from that and then we'll be looking forward to speaking with Ollie again next week so um, anything from you guys to add? No sir thank you No we've wrapped up nice nice, nice and good there Perfect so if there's nothing more to add it's a big thank you from me and we hope to have you on the show again next week so thanks Rob, thanks Kate Bye And we will see you next week Network.